0: Stop punishing yourself with bland, chalky protein shakes and fuel your fitness with the best protein in the game at GNC. We've got the hottest brands and flavors that legit taste like cookies, your favorite cereal, indulgent desserts, and more. It's on at GNC.
1: I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. a 2-2 and we've still got more than half an hour to go and here's Ozil, La Ozil! Yo! Could left, it went right Could have won it it,
0: right.
1: it was went right now we bars on, bars on side. MVP in, kick. To and we're heading for for in the night 10 negative deposit in For a in the Final, final. it was but I won't see you right. Man could have had that fight. But I'm going to walk on sight, Man had to drop that man. You're not going to spit this time. Trying to work with the
0: good oh, energy. Man, it it work end. with a bad man fight. None of these guys could It's see amazing. Be like, oh. It's a That's, foul. Man, I That's the response of Arsenal. Chelsea. I
2: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Touchy Gooners podcast. It's your boy Dan Coogs on hosting duty. Um, i got with me, Shell, Mr SV Carboholic. How are you doing, my man?
3: Yes, brother. What's going on, man? All good, all good, all good.
2: All good in the hood, man. A week without any football, a week without Aye, Arsenal. Bro. Um, and life, is, life is kind of calm, you know.
3: Right I don't know how we're going to do this summer, you know. It is dragging <laughs> already, bro. I no international. I'm not watching this nations league, bro. I have no interest. Yeah. in I'm not, on it. I'm, not on it. A- I'm watching. I'm watching. Love Island when it starts next week, bro. That's that's, that's what. Yeah, Love watching. Island, bro. That's that's what's
2: gonna. <laughs> that's what's gonna hold us No international <laughs> tournament. It should have been I a cup, brother. Should have been I can, a world cannot, cup this
3: summer. I can but... I can't bring myself to watch this nations league, bro. Even KDB was like, listen. He said, I've got no motivation for it, bro. I want to go on holiday. You see, mm. you see, you see, you see, Ben White pulled out the England squad, man, straight away on holiday. I don't blame these, bro. Just...
2: Ben White saw his boys lining up that IB for trip, <laughs> and he brother, said, no, nah, I can't miss seen? that ocean beach. <laughs> I can't miss that zoo project. You know what I mean? Um, it's that never. Yeah, I've just got the Scotland Ukraine game on in the background. Yeah, I've not, not been watching it at all. Um, nearly
3: done, yeah.
2: Yeah, 83 minutes played. You've you been telling me, um, about one of our links, Zinchenko. How's, yeah, he, how's so, he been looking well, in
3: this game? We, 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 got, we got two of our links in there in this year. this uh, World Cup qualifier in it. So yeah, Ukraine um have bopped Scotland off the park and proper proper. Um they're playing like a flat four through three. Um Zinchenko left centre mid, Malinovsky, right centre mid. These guys have been hooping. Obviously, we've been linked with Zinchenko. Um, I don't know if that's as left back cover or as a centre mid option. I ain't really watched him centre mid much. Um and obviously, you know, under Pep, he plays um, as a left-back, but inverted. So it's kind of obviously like he's playing as a midfielder anyway. Mm. But here we're actually seeing him in in midfield, in proper lap midfield, like a free left eight role. And he's, he's dictated this whole game, man. Him and um, Malinowski from Atal- Atalanta, who's a baller as well. So they've absolutely blam Scotland two one's not even doing it justice if i am to be totally honest they've been they might not even end up winning if they don't end up winning this game they're going to kick themselves because they've been mm. they've been a lot lot better than Scotland um zinjenko is very very nice technically very very nice technically actually like I I always knew I'm sure obviously he plays for Pep you have to be comfy on the ball anyway but surprised me how how decent he is technically and he's um he's got a bit of agility to him as well you know he's it's not just you know he's not a stiff player like he can actually move move with the ball at his feet so maybe obviously i've i don't i don't I, i'm not gonna say I'm, i've judged him harshly because I, I just did not really have a high opinion of my man just because you know when you're playing in that sort of city team it's so easy to get drowned by everything else that goes on around a minute but um he's technically very very nice and i think obviously because most people see him in that sort of inverted role for city they don't see what he was like previously for, from what i'm being told he um he played for, sent the mid for PSV before before City signed him. So um say he's obviously very, very technically adept. So um and he's probably another one if, if the link is true. Um the Arteta knows I saw Charles Watts say um these links have come from um you know a lot of the northern reporters. Mm. Um so I, it might it might have kudos to it compared to you know the Hickey links where um a lot of them are Italian-based. We've not really seen any. Um, You're
2: saying the hickey, the hickey links are
3: looking higgy, yeah? Boy, they look very, very hit. Because, you know, you've got Italian reports saying, oh, this guy looks like he's uh you know, Eminem. Eminem. Yeah, The a deal's about door.
2: to be done, yeah. But uh, I've,
3: not, I've not seen Ornstein tweet one time about my man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've not seen it once. So. Yeah, his name's
2: not been mentioned by any of the UK guys. Not, so. None of the and
3: UK guys. i Charles yeah. Watts has not mentioned him. None of these guys are mentioning him. So I'm mm. just... It's one of those ones you, you think like you take with a pinch of salt. Um and he's he's been playing right wing back this game. He's looked okay. Um obviously this is my first time proper properly watching him. Um he's okay, but he doesn't look like, you know, you know when we're talking about we want competition for Tierney, you know, mm. not just someone who's a backup, someone who can challenge him. Mm. Um I'm not I mean basically how does on... he look
2: how does he look compared to someone like Cedric playing right wing back?
3: He he he. It's just I, 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 he looks okay. Like, do you know what I mean? I, I, I'll probably it's probably one you have to watch more. Um, just because one he's playing a right wing back in it, so it's probably they, they say he's two footed and he's comfy there in it. But I don't know, man. Maybe I'm. Um, I i, I do not know how much to make of it. Just because they've been so outplayed by Ukraine this game, they've they've technically they don't they look so far inferior to Ukraine. It's crazy, man. So. Um, I don't know how harsh or how critical I should be with regards to him, but if you're asking me for my actual opinion based on what I've seen, I've not been like, oh my god, sign this guy like now. Do you know what I mean? Based on what I've seen, if I'm just judging purely on today's game, I'm like, sign Zinchenko because he's actually techie,
2: he's looking techie. The thing is with Zinchenko, right? So, like, um, I've only seen him play center mid like mm. actual centre mid international mm. football right and yeah, i try yeah, yeah. not to put too much stocks in international football just because you know, obviously it's not as intense do you know what i mean we see a lot mm-hmm. of players um you know come into uh the international game and light it up and look like hoopers you know hoiberg looked very very good um in that euros but you know, we see Hoiberg week in week out. He's not that yeah, player yeah, yeah. when he plays in the week in 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 um, week in week out in the Premier League. You you look at you know the likes of Zaka. You look at the likes of Paul Pogba even. You know, mm-hmm, he's one of the yeah, supreme yeah. technicians. His best performances in the past, you know, three four years, have come in a France shirt, not in a Man United shirt. So yeah, you know, yeah, I'm yeah. looking at it, you know and I'm saying, look, if you are actually this good at CM, why 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 does Pep not trust you there? Like not once. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. as he played him in, in centre mid, the same sort of like. You know, with Fabian Delph he used to do the same thing, right? Where he used to play left back, inverted left back, um, but wasn't really trusted to play centre mid for for Man City. Similar to Mateo Niles um, for Arsenal under Arteta, where you know he was doing that sort of hybrid wing back slash centre mid uh, position, um, and he's not really been trusted in that centre mid position by Arteta as well. So I'm I'm a bit apprehensive. Um, even though you know, could, uh, people for all from what I've seen on Twitter, what you've said, uh, Zinchenko's looking like, um, he's he's played very well today, and he play he, he generally plays very well in midfield for Ukraine. Um, from the matches that I've watched them, um, Ukraine, they're full of uh, it's a very, very technical team, full of technicians in there. You know, you mentioned Malinovsky. um, there's another guy's name begins with, begins with M in there as well. We know about Yarmolenko and all these guys, they're, they're cultured technicians, cultured ballers, so you know. I will never doubt his tech his technical ability, but you know, does he have that 360 ability to to um to turn and face, receive on the half turn, receive on the run? Um, does he have the creativity to you know play passes into the box? Those are the question, the question marks that I have, because you know that's really what we're looking for in that left center mid um position. Dr. Lee, welcome. Long time,
0: no speak. And how are you doing? Yo, I'm good, you man. I'm good actually. <laughs> I'm okay, man. I'm okay. I am just <laughs> out by this pencil in the mountains, man. It's, it's, it's rattling me still. Yeah. So the
2: thing is, we're just talking about Zinchenko, yeah, means, So you know, let's get your thoughts on this because I, I, I'm, I'm assuming you've been working. You've not been watching um the football, but no, nah, i
0: been watching the football
2: now. Yeah. So 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 how does that link? How how is that moving you? Is it moving you, or or are you um you know get, let just let us know your thoughts.
0: It's context-dependent, okay? So, if Zinchenko is a replacement for Ainsley maitland now, I'm having it all day long. In the squad, versatile, can cover a few positions. He's basically an upgrade on Ainsley. He can play left-back, can play centre-mid, cover where we need to. If he's one of our main midfield signings, I'm not really feeling that still. I don't think he moves the needle enough for us. Um, and he's not the... Pro- I keep going on about it. Everyone's flipping getting on to me. He's not the profile of player I want to see in that position. I want to see someone, when I pull up their 23 and me, that they are from certain areas. <laughs> <laughs> West, West, West Africa, Central Africa. 80%. 80%. No, no. No not that. It's just I want someone who's athletic in it. doesn't matter where they're from. I just want mm. someone who's I, I I'm fed up of worrying about playing teams that have got a bit of legs in the middle of the field and thinking, oh, we're gonna get overrun today and it always happens. Mm. And I just don't wanna see that no more. And I feel like the the way the Premier League is going, it's only going in one direction and we really We've got some decent technical players. We need to increase the quality in the final third, and we need to increase the quality of the athleticism in the squad. If we don't do that, we're not going anywhere.
2: So yeah. yeah do you know what? Do you know what? Let's 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 dive into that a little bit, right? Because um I think it's a it's an interesting discussion to be had because we were talking about this a little bit um in the group chat this this week about you know sort of what what direction um our uh midfield needs to take, what direction the team needs to take. We've seen Arteta say about um, we need to in- in- increase the number of goals that we scored. Um, we need to increase um, the physicality of the team. So, Dr. Leroy, tell, tell me about your ideal centre mid that we bring in.
0: So, obviously, I, I think we need two centre mids. I'm not going to lie. In terms of, I still don't feel that I can find one centre mid that has all the attributes that we need. But the primary centre midfielder, I feel, needs to be someone like in the mould of a Basuma. Do you know what? I think it would be a Basuma plus. It would be in the mould in terms of skill set of someone like that, Seko Fofana. I've only watched one game and some clips and stuff. But in terms of his his skill set and his attributes, in terms of his got the physical attributes, but then he's got quite a good offensive attributes with it, that would be quite nice but in the mould of a basuma as well, someone who's a ball winner, someone who, who, who could run, someone who's going to allow us to swallow teams. Because I feel like Arsenal dominate games in spells. We never have complete control of the game. Um, we always lose control of the game at some point, but that's something that's been slowly improving through this Arteta tenure with the increase in technical quality, particularly like the guys at the back um, in terms of Ben White. Gabriel, or and e, um, the additional party as well. But I feel like the next step is allow us to completely control games because we're trying to be City, aren't we? We're trying to be City-like. And City, when they're on their game, the other teams don't get a sniff. Not a damn thing. So for me, I feel like the next step of that is to get someone who will constantly win the ball back, constantly win the ball back, constantly... Um, be able to keep pressure on teams, so we're completely dominating the game. So Basuma, Seko, Fofana, that type of player is 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 who I want to see really um, in 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 the um in the team. I understand the need for passes and control, like your shackers and stuff like that, but I just feel like the way the Premier League is going, that's not what's going to help us. I feel like we've got enough of the technical quality in midfield with Party and Odegaard, and we really need that athlete there, but especially because our Front line is quite lightweight as well, and even if we bring in Jesus, that doesn't really seem like a dominant front line athletically so where is the athleticism coming from? we must 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 get that in midfield in my opinion, and I think that's a really important next step in our development you're mute you're you're, mute. Mute. you're mute, Dan. I was gonna say yeah that's
2: really interesting I think it's um it's it's as I was saying before I think it's important to to sort of, that the manager and edu understand sort of the profiles that they want in there right because um i think you're right right so like thinking back to um last season in the champions league right where um chelsea were playing against real madrid um and you saw it um where kante and kovacic were fit and firing madrid's midfield couldn't deal with them right regardless of you know the three absolute Beast of technicians that they have in there. So you know, Luka Modric, who people are, you know, he put in the conversation for one of the best midfielders of all time. Um, Tony Cruz, who I think he's averaged over ninety percent pass completion um, in the Champions League for the past like six campaigns or something. I saw yesterday, um, and then Casemiro, who is um, incredibly tidy on the ball, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But they couldn't live with Chelsea over two legs because of you know the form and the legs that um, Kante and Kovacic had in terms of being able to cover ten yards, press, um, and and win the ball back. You know they couldn't really live with the Chelsea press, and you saw it again um, this year where that that same three um, couldn't really cope with it. Kamavinga comes on this time uh, with a bit of the PMP. He's got that twenty-three. He meets that twenty-three-me criteria uh, that that Doctor Leroy um, uh, wants in there from midfielder, and. Yes. The, and the game, the game flipped on its head, right? So I do think it's really important to have that physicality. But again, one thing that I, I would like to point out as well is that I also think at the moment we need, we don't actually have. Uh, you said that we have the technical quality in Odegaard and party, but I'm not sure that we have the, the required level of technical ability in that midfield either. Um, so I think I think in an ideal world I would be signing a PMP guy. And a guy um, who is, you know, sort of top level technically for me, because I look at it in in, in Odegaard, um in some, of the, in some of the games this season where we've been under pressure and we need him to be sort of this, um, I guess, press resistant release valve. release valve. And I think he's quite easy to press actually, you know. So when, you know, when he's got his back to go, um, I don't think he receives that well under pressure. I think sometimes it happens, but I think it's very inconsistent for him. And I think what we need in that left side as well is another sort of release valve on the ball where you know a ball coming to their feet um and they can evade a couple of men and come out the other side and carry the ball um and, and and get us moving the other way. So, you know, I do think that physicality and that ability to cover um ground is important, but um yeah. I think we also need an increase in technical ability there because you know when at the moment I think Jack has done a good job, you know, I think he's had a good season. You know, nominated for Player of the Season, this, that, and the other. But he's also very easy to press because he's so one-footed. You know which way he's going to turn out. You know, you know he can't dribble. You know he can't carry the ball. So we just get blammed in all of these games. So you know, I think I think it's it's twofold. What we need It's twofold. But yeah, yeah Sean, anything you want to add? Add to that?
3: Yeah, I, I kind of uh, so I, I kind of agree with, with what you're saying. I think you know, in an ideal world, it's it's a combination of both. As you, both you and Leroy said, you have a PNP option and you have you know a very very technical option because where i sort of disagree with is that i don't think our midfield is very very technical uh, i mean obviously we have i think party i think is the best technical midfielder we have i think we have odegaard who is who is who has a good technical level but you know we've spoken about what he can be like under pressure and you know I, i'm not even necessarily convinced this like tech versus pmp it should it, it should always be a bit of both and okay. you know when we look back to you know Venger teams, you know, that, uh, as, you know, we're talking early Emirates era that, you know, that weren't full with P M P, but what they could do, they could handle different game states better. So that's why I said, it, even if it's not an over, overly P M P option, it's just someone who needs to, who can, you know, turn defence into attack, who can handle different game states. So, you know, if we're saying we're trying to be like City and City have stacked their team with technicians, I don't see why we wouldn't try and, you know, at least emulate that a bit more. I just think I don't think our technical level is good enough especially in the second in the second to third phase so i think we need to do a bit better there you know when i think when i when i say that i'm talking about guys like you know Rizitsky and wilshire you know guys who could uh who you know were at the intensity level but could also carry the ball 40 50 yards as well so i would love to see if we can find midfielders like that you know who had the requisite energy levels but also have the right technical levels as well so because that's essentially city aren't fighting teams on a, on, a, on a pmp physical level do you know what i mean they're not outworking them they're sustaining and controlling teams and you know the, how, how they're doing it is they're winning the ball back early because their lines in between are compact and you know as a team they're pressing high they're pushing high so they're not relying on the physical aspects they're, they're they're relying a lot more on the technical aspects and then when the ball does turn over they have the um they have the guys in place to to, to press them and, to, and to win it back, mm-hmm. and I think that's maybe why I think Arteta might. You know, this is where the Telem and stuff comes in because if we look at it, I think the structure under Arteta is good. We can all sit here and say, you know, we're we're compact, we're hard to break down, we're hard to, you know, if you if you look at it holistically, how many goals have we conceded in transition under Arteta? I can't really think of many just because we're not that sort of team. And 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 why do we not concede transition goals because of the way Arteta utilises his fullbacks? Do you know what I mean? Especially since we've gone to 4-3-3, um, you, know, you know, we were criticising Tierney early, you know, before he got injured as well, because Tierney was starting to play as an inverted fullback. So you had sort of both fullbacks inverting. So what that tends to happen is that when you're now pushing the centre high, these two fullbacks, are, you know, they're inwards to protect against the transition. So you have loads of players as, as, as a cluster um, very similar to city in the center of the pitch so if the ball does break down if the ball does turn over you've got the numbers there centrally to quickly overload and win the ball back in case we do transition so i think that's where we might be able to take slightly more risks in in terms of having you know a more te- another technical option in midfield which is initially i was more on the side in terms of having a pmp option but I, I i need i need it doesn't sit well with me and it's not arsenal heritage to have just one technician in the team in like Odegaard man I need another in there bro I need another who can you know watching because obviously I hear what you say and you know when you were just speaking about um, the Chelsea versus Real Madrid stuff last season but even I was looking this this weekend in the Champions League final Liverpool quicker, faster, more explosive against a, a slow tired midfield but Real Madrid didn't look like they were a slow and tired aging midfield you know they, they managed to to control Liverpool. They managed to keep them at arm's length. They they were able to sustain. They picked their moments better in the game. So I don't know. I think it's a short, it's a long-winded answer of saying I just think it's it's a balance. But mm. actually, I probably slightly moved over more to the other side now and I actually want another technician back in the team. So right. we're All going right. to be like City. I want, I want. obviously, Tielemans wouldn't be my shout, but I can understand. Whereas before, I actually couldn't understand, but I can actually understand it a bit more now. Um, I so completely
0: disagree. You disagree, yeah. yeah I on. massively disagree. And I'm going to out a couple of points, just a couple of your points. Yeah. So, all right. So, bearish it. So, you saw about Liverpool, the Real Madrid game. We would all yeah. say that Liverpool, the Real Madrid were lucky to win that game. Yes or no?
3: I don't know. Like i final don't
0: or I the
2: final?
3: Yeah. Who played I battle? don't think they were lucky to win I that. Think, I think... Who played that? I, I,
2: I think... I think... I don't, I wouldn't say that, I I personally think that that's the one tie in the, in the knockout stages that I would say Madrid deserved to win. What? Really?
3: Yeah. Yeah, I I, I thought especially, like, like first half, I thought Liverpool tried to come out all guns blazing to try and blitz Madrid and 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 they did have a, you know, they had that Mane save which Courtois made a really good save from, but I think Madrid managed them well and in the second half, I actually thought Madrid were a better team. I thought Madrid controlled, they stemmed the tide so much better and they managed to, I think they nullified Liverpool really well. Uh, and they did. Yeah, so. I, I
2: think I think I think it's the it's the first half where Dr. Lira, I think your point is strongest, to be honest. Um, where you know Liverpool they, they created chance after chance. You you looked at that first half, you thought, yeah, boom, it was gonna be a 3-0 job in the second half yeah. if they carried on playing like that. Um so I hear you, and I think you know, but if you look at <laughs> if you look at the composition of Liverpool's midfield now, um where you got Thiago, you got Fabinho. And then, you know, I guess Henderson doesn't quite fit that mode. But I think if they had potentially them in there mm-hmm. um, instead of Thiago, I'm not sure that they could generate that same level of performance. Do
0: you get okay. what I mean? So, fair enough. Now, I can understand that. Now, a couple more points I was going to say. If you – so, you say, like, you don't think our midfield is particularly technical. If you take every team's two best midfielders, who what teams or how many teams have – Play, uh, uh, two midfielders or their top two are better technically than Odegaard and Party.
3: Mm. I, I wouldn't. So I would include Party in there because I think Party, at his best there's probably not you know a six I would take above Party in the league. That's my standpoint. That's my current standpoint. But even as a two a as a two how
0: many teams their top two midfielders are technically better than Odegaard and Party?
3: Mm. I hear that. I hear that. Could you? Could, I mean, City have got KDB and Bernardo as the eights, yeah yeah.
2: So. City is one. I'll, I'll give him that. Uh, that. that. Who else? Ah, uh, no. The thing is, I I hear that and I hear what you're saying, but I think if you look at if you look at say, let's take Erdegaard, for instance, yeah. Because I think I think Partey is he's in an argument. I'm not putting him top five midfielders um, oh, because oh. like he's not available enough for me. But I think when he's fit. I think top five, he can be, he can be in that discussion, you know what I mean, without you know, without um turning heads. I don't think it's 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 an obscene thing to say when you talk about pure ability, right, and what this guy can do on the ball. But then when I think when I look at Erdegaard, I think he's he's got technique, right? But I I think he lacks in a couple of key areas that means that. You know, we we might need a more physical person there, if that makes sense, right? Oh. So you look, so you look at uh, Man City's midfield. So what Shem was saying about, um, you know, they they don't really blame teams physically, yeah. But their two eights are for the most, like most of the time, is KDB and Bernardo Silva, mm-hmm. yeah. And so you look at Bernardo Silva; that guy can sprint and run, and
3: and sorry, sorry, Dan. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you come back. It's, and that's the thing; it's not even about the physicality or. There's more agility. I think that's the word I'm actually looking for with Odegaard. He doesn't look, you know, as agile at times, you know. It's that ability just to, I don't know, man. And this you is what it? I mean when I say, when I think of guys like Walsh, Rizitski, Nasri, these guys, they were loose, bro. That, you know, they could just... they could, yeah, Any angles, you can play bro, the ball they, into Their hits were flexible. They could go either way. You know, there are times where just <laughs> Odegaard looks just a bit stiff. I'm like, bro, move with the You ball, know what? You know?
0: He's got poor court. I was going to say, Odegaard. I don't think it's a technical issue. I think he's got poor core strength. I think his core strength is absolutely appalling. It's abysmal. And I think that's why he gets pressed a lot. I think, and this is why he can't, when you're saying agile, he hasn't got a real, he's not a good rotator because his core strength is absolutely terrible. So when someone comes into the back of him, it puts him off balance and he can't do anything. He He hasn't got the actual core strength to hold people off and he hasn't got the rotational strength and the core strength to actually twist out of things quickly. So that's the reason it's not a technical issue. And mm. the next yes. I was going to say is Man City, people talk about um, they're not the most physical team. Outside of Rodri they and and Gunda, and, and Gundan, they can all run. KDB is a physical monster. That's what I was gonna, that was my next point. Physical again. monster. Absolute mm. beast. Physically yeah, underrated. He's, he's underrated. Ronaldo <laughs> is not strong, but his core strength is like Sterling. His core strength is unreal. And people can't push him off the ball. And he's fast as fuck. When I'm telling you, he, he can sprint. In over short distances is mm-hmm. insane. He's yeah. absolutely insane. So when say, people say City's team is not physical, or City's team is not athletic, Rodri as well, he, he's not the best mover, etc. But he's got, obviously, he can go all ways. But he's a fucking unit. City's actual centre midfield is fucking athletic. I don't yeah. care what no one says. Yeah, that's... Best... an athletic centre midfield. And w- their midfield athleticism is better than ours because... For example party is someone whose athleticism is overrated because yeah he's not that athletic yeah he really isn't like and he, and, and you can
2: tell he's not because you know ask him <laughs> to play 15 games in a row he's ham- he's Hammy's
3: go man yeah wow. it's 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 one of those where stereotypes take over because his technical quality is actually a lot better than his physical quality. Yep.
0: He, yeah. he's not athletic and then um so obviously Shaka He's robust in a similar way with Rodri is, but he hasn't got the press position mm, to just do one footed. Mm, 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 god in my opinion, technically is fantastic, but the reason he gets pressed and the reason he's got issues in terms of receiving is they're not technical issues. In my opinion, they're physical issues which need to be addressed. But they're not going to be addressed. He's not going to get it now. He's, he's, he's too old. But either way, um,
2: yeah, yeah, I've seen i, I seen I've seen, seen pictures of him on Instagram um, doing uh you know resistance resistance running and all that stuff. So. You know, I'm hoping he's working on that core,
0: boy. No, hoping he And I just feel like, yes, you deem both. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying chuck away all the technical ability. In, but I feel that if you had... If we put one player into the team to make us better,
3: mm. if
0: you put a physical player in that team, that would take us to a much higher level than if you put a technical player in that team. So, so, want... so
3: yeah. A... So, okay. So, 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 question here, yeah. So, for me, if you were to say just one player to put in right now my choice would be Frankie Dion. That's who I would put in left centre mid for Arsenal. Because, you know, when we talk about, he's not what you would describe as your stereotypical physical player, but Dion covers ground and he's got very underrated PMP and he's also technically fantastic. Now, obviously, I don't think this is going to happen. Obviously, it won't happen because he's not going to drop down to to us and his wages will be a Mazin. But I think that is a guy that fits the profile of a a left centre mid. And that would be, if I had a choice, it would either be him or it would be Kamavinga because Kamavinga is another one who obviously people notice him for his physical, but technically he's also fantastic as well. So those would be my two shots.
0: I'm, I'm going to propose a question to you, man. So Basuma obviously is a top-tier physical player, yeah? Mm-hmm. Who would be the equivalent level in terms of level of player of him from a technical perspective that's not quite physical? Who, who would you think? Because I, I, I think he's better than Telemans as a physical in the, I, would, I wouldn't say they're the same level. Hmm. Like... Who would you say is the same level as him? But, but technically,
3: that's not at a top club, or
0: no, that included at a top club, it can be at a top club. It can be in any what? So like, what? That's not
2: as physical, but that's it's good. as that's good technically.
0: Technically cold, but not a physical player.
3: That's an interesting one. Uh... Would you say Gund- Gundogan? Gundan, similar Yeah, G- Gundogan's very cold, te- but Gundogan, Gundogan now is getting older. But Gundogan's been able to cover ground, like he has. You
0: know, but yeah. now it's a bit of a difficult thing. So my 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 point is, if you put Gundahan as a left in, in our team, mm-hmm. and you put Basuma in our team, we will be a much better team with Basuma, in, play, team with Basuma than we would with Gundah. But this,
3: this, this current this current this current this
0: current team, right? Now, this, I think
3: no, no, I think Gundogan, look, What you're saying, this current version of Gundahan, I'd agree. If you told me Gundahan like three years ago, I would disagree. Yeah. I would disagree. I would take, I think, I think I, I, I would take a Gundogan three years
0: ago over the current version of Bissu. But mm. I, I, The reason I, I say Gundogan now is if now, because he's because he was a world-class player before.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I
0: don't no, think no, Bissou is of that level. So I was trying to equate it for levels because then, like, if you say, um, oh, Gundogan three years ago, I'd probably be using someone like Many or something like that. Do you know mm. what
1: I mean? Lads, I've got the solution. No, don't
3: right, say that's bring back point. Danny
1: Ceballos. Oh, I, knew you I
3: knew this guy was going to say that, bro. I just knew this guy the solution, was going to say it. To
2: be, honest, oh. to, be honest, to be honest, Leroy, I think that's actually a good answer to your question like, on the other extreme. like I think technically Ceballos, Ceballos is, very good, is yeah. probably he's probably very, very good yeah. without any of the physical attributes. And we've seen him left eight. We've seen him left eight um, in the Europa League and I think it's now, it's like an Arsenal famous meme, yeah, where my man is doing a madness on a pitch, and there's about nine accounts in a row <laughs> screaming, <laughs> Get Sabayas off the pitch. Uh, do you get me? Yeah? Um... So, you know. Do, I, do you know, I, I know I what, agree...
1: though? Do you know what? Just sorry, Go just on. to chime in, Lewis, lads. Lewis, um... Lewis, Lewis,
2: Lewis, let me pause you here, yeah? Go on. If you try and do Sabayas prop, I'm going to take you off the stream. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Listen, you lot, are t- too disrespectful of Sabas, The Champions League winning, you know, put some respect oh, on Here we yeah, oh.
0: Yeah. Oh go. Hey, hey, you know what, uh, you know what? But Sabaos, yeah. If we look at Sabas and then we put someone in the team, like you know that um the other Brighton midfield, like Casado or something. I said yeah. no, he's very good though. He's very, right. very good. But, and then what? Okay, if... is a good player, but we'd be a better team in this team if we put Casado in this team than we put Sabas in this team.
2: Hey, I think I say though, I think that's one to watch. To be honest, um, Ol obviously Ol has been gassing him for a long time, but um, I watched that's him the, the last sort of two. I've been watching the last sort of two, three Brighton games. Um, he's a very good player, man. Very, very press resistant as well. He's almost like um, uh, uh he's almost like a mini Basuma to be honest. But I think he's probably slight. He's got a bit more um going forward. So I think that's one to watch because he's only twenty years old. So um, I think definitely put a pin in that one because I think he'll probably have a, a big move in him
1: um, in a couple of seasons as well, man. And but, um, another example would be like someone like Trossard, maybe. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. more, more of a winger though. Than a... Doesn't he? Doesn't he play midfield for Brighton? He, 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 he sort of
3: fits it. between, between two of them? yeah.
1: Oh, or a. welcome, welcome.
2: Thanks for joining us. Thanks for been listening to you, lot Jabber on. Yeah, thanks for joining us. It was a nice, natural gap for you to join into there. So, Lewis, so we've been talking about midfield, right? So, let's get your opinion now, right? What's your ideal? What What's your ideal?
1: Type of signing that you think we need for that left eight position. Mm. I don't know. I'm not convinced. I like I heard you guys talk a bit about our structure and apparently like you know saying there's nothing wrong with our structure. I disagree. Um I don't think we can say that our structure is like unflappable when we take one player out of the team. And granted, don't get me wrong, Partey is a top top player. I don't think we should collapse in the way that we did if one player comes out of that system. I don't think that's indicative of a good system. But so, 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 so,
3: sorry, sorry, Louis, I'll let you carry on. But for mm-hmm. me, I think that's more a personnel issue rather than uh, you, you know than a structural flaw. Because what we're basically saying is that you know you take party out and you put on any in, and just can't do the same things that party can. Do you know what I mean? And that's mm-hmm. bear in mind that's the manager's fault. I'm not defending it's, that. It's, it's sure, true. Sure. What I would
2: yeah, what I would say back to that though is that Partey was basically playing at a world class level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if your system requires this, yeah. like this guy to be playing at a world class level every is it week, that good mm. like surely it can't be that great, right? Because okay, because, yeah, because yeah, I know. think you, against, you get you played against Crystal Palace as well, right? And, mm-hmm. and we got bland.
3: Sure, yeah. but, but that's that's that so, but but that can happen because that was one game out of how many, you know? Yeah, I midfield
1: get blamed, so it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, like, it, can, not, it can be yeah, in like one it, game,
3: it, it, can, it can happen. Like, but what I'm saying is cool, part was playing at a world class level before that injury 100%. But what I'm even saying is, even if you say take out the nine out of 10s he was having, if you even if you say a six, a, seven out of 10, bro, that's higher than Mohamed El highest level, just because yeah. the fact of the matter is El Nenny cannot sidestep pressure. Like party can, he doesn't pam the ball through the lines consistently like party can. You know, you, you know we spoke about in that December to uh, March period that right hand connection party into Odegaard, into Saka. It broke at the moment because you know, and then he just couldn't replicate. So what I'm saying is, and and this is where I'll come back to the structure thing, Lewis, is that I I don't think it's it's wrong. It's just that you need to have greater pieces so that you know when players because inevitably players will always get injured, so that when players do get injured you could still replicate and 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 this is the issue you know we can probably get onto it you know with teeny teeny has ruined our running two seasons in a row because you know he's gotten injured and we've not had a solution the solution we've tried two seasons in a row was to move xhaka out of position to left back and that ruined then what happened in center mid you know what i mean so for me it's a case of equalizing the quality you know all around the squad for me there's too much of a disparity between the good players and the shit ones do you know what I mean. So mm. that's that. That's why for me, it's not as much of a structural issue because if you had a good left back who was just as who was nearly as good as Teeny, then you wouldn't see such a dip. Do you know what I mean. So and and I, and I don't think and I, yeah. So that that's that that that's kind of. That's
0: when, kind of you, to it. when you have exceptional players, there will always be a massive dip with backups, unless you're Man City and you've got Emirati money and you can spend stupid amounts on squad. Even if you're in Liverpool, you're going to have a massive dip between Robertson and his, and the, in the left back cover. You're going to have a massive dip between Trent and the right back cover. You're going to have a massive dip between Fabinho and whoever's replacing him. Salah, Mane, it will happen unless you've got City money. It will always happen. You just have to have. They just have to be competent, and that's it. But then that is the coach's job to be able to have backup solutions because if, you're right, the literally the whole system is reliant on Partey because only Partey can do what Partey can do in that role. And mm. if, the problem is Arteta didn't realise that and tried to play the same structure without Partey. It's like, only Partey can do that. He's the only one who can do that, in our team at least. So as mm. soon as he's out, he needs to change it. He needs to go through a double pivot. And that's mm. just, he took too long to recognise that and realise that. And that's the fault of him at the end of the mm. day. But in terms of having backups that are close to your starters, it doesn't happen in any team with semi decent money.
1: I I, I do Ooh. agree, but to to the to the same point we've just mentioned, like someone like Casado at Brighton, right? I, I I've watched Brighton play without Basuma this season. Their their structure don't change. Doesn't seem to be a great drop off, and we talk about Basuma as being this, you know, a player that's ready to move to like a top Premier League team. That's why I say I think maybe we've still got some issues structurally. If we're that reliant on Partey, but other teams seem to be able to get by with injuries. Mm. Like, I think maybe there's something wrong with us then, because if it all falls to shit, because, you know, we went from Partey to Lokonga, and obviously Lokonga came in, didn't do the job, and then to Nenny. If other teams can deal with quality drop-offs, why can't we?
2: I think it's about knowing your players as well, though, right? Um, I think it's about knowing your players. And I think um, a lot of our issues this season have come with asking players to do certain things that they're not quite equipped for, you know? Um, and I think that's, a, that's that's probably a big issue for me is that you look at that Tottenham game, right? <clears throat> if I tell you um, we're going to ask a centre-back to play high um, and, you know, sort of beat up Suns backside, of the centre-backs that we have, you would say Rob Holden is the last one that you want to, to be doing that job, yeah? If I say to you, um, we've got a fullback, we want them to sort of be a lockdown defender and stop on getting forward, Cedric would be the last fullback of the team that we have to do that job, you know? Um, yeah. and, I, and I think Arteta is asking a lot of some of these guys who we all know do not have the minerals do not have the technical quality do not have the ability to perform some of these roles um and the result is what you get right so we've seen Elneny, you know we've seen him for six seasons now this is a guy we sent on loan um at age 27 to turkey because we couldn't get because we couldn't get a, a, a team in the top 5 leagues to come and take him so now if you're asking him to come in now and do the partating on you know We need you to come in, beat two men, spray it it forward between the lines. It's crack. That's ridiculous. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Right? Um, Lokonga, granted, none of us watched him um, before this season, but we saw him a little bit under pressure early in the season. Um, We saw him under the lights at Anfield. He didn't really look the part, let's say. Um, We we put out a tweet early in the season, is this guy even better than Gwendouzi, this, that, and the other, Right? These men see him in training and all this, so you know, maybe they see more than us. But if we ask, if if you asked any of us, are we gonna put Lokonga in that sixth role and play Xhaka on one side and Erdegaard on the other side? I don't even think we played Xhaka on on that side. I think we played Xhaka left back actually. Um and then we played Smith Rowe um on, on the left centre mid. And, and and you said that midfield after we watched Lokonga and for the first six weeks of the season, and we said, is this gonna work? what all of us would have said, no, this is, this is not going to work. Do you know what I mean? So, you know, I think like Arteta needs to, he needs to be a bit quicker at evaluating the players that he has at his disposal and, and not putting them in uncomfortable positions because I do think there's enough there, as we saw in um, some of these games, that, you know, Cedric can do a job, Rob Holding can do a job if he's playing to his strengths. Rob Holding, before that Tottenham game, I think did an admirable job for us this season. Because he was being asked to come in and play the middle centre back in a deep block and head everything out. Right? Why are, you now, why are you now? Do you know what I mean? And it's is it's a meme. 5-3-2, Rob Holding, da da da. Because that's where he's comfortable. Right? Now, why are you asking him to now start playing high and you know, um trying to trying to win the ball on the halfway line against players? That's never been his game. That's not his game. He should never be asked to do that. So, you know, I think. It's there there is an element with other teams when other teams get injured, right? We adapt to the players that we have. We can't do the same thing. And I think that is something that where we've fallen down this season. That you know we we've seen it, but it's taken us three losses on a bounce before we can finally admit that right, maybe we need to change it up a little bit. And I think that's where we fell down personally. So yeah.
0: C- can I say one thing quickly? Mm. Yo, um, in the comments, Ahmed Ahmed, MashaAllah, Baba. But I will not take any Eddie Nketiah slander. This is an Eddie Nketiah Stan podcast. We will not have a fucking <laughs> So I would like yeah. you to remove his name from that comment, please. Hey, <laughs> hey bro, listen. did you see Yeah, for people Twitter listening post, on
2: Spotify, the, the, the comment says, top gooners are gas that Nketiah and Elneny sign new contracts. It'll be the same ones you can play in January when we're off the pace. But look, when
0: Eddie gets fucking 15 goals all comps next season, and he goes on a hurricane-like spurt, like, like, this, yeah. Listen, right, listen, anymore. listen,
2: Doctor Leroy, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you talk about Eddie now. Actually, I'm gonna let you talk about Eddie because um, we we've, we've spoken up about midfield, but let's speak about striker. So, um, so actually, I put out a tweet earlier this week to talk about the striker situation, and I say gave him the option because it looks, for all intents and purposes. Ornstein said, Eddie's close to signing. Gonna blog all of these men. Eddie's close to signing. Um, and it looks like Gabriel Jesus is our number one striker target to come in. So um, it looks like those two are going to be our two strikers. So I asked the question, like, how do people feel about those two being our two strikers, etc., etc. et, cetera, et cetera. Um, I'm personally very comfortable with Eddie being one of our strikers. Um, I'm, I'm very, very comfortable with that. i pers- I think that we saw a big step forward with him from him before these last um eight games or whatever that he started. So I don't think it's uh, it's just a purple patch. I thought we saw this leap from from potentially preseason um but what I would say is he's not really had the platform to really showcase it um but my main sort of umbrage was with the Jesus um aus if we're keeping inketia. Um, Not that I think they're, they're very similar strikers. I do think they're quite different profiles, et cetera, et cetera. But I just worry about Jesus' goal record. So um, I'll start with you, Dr. Lee, so you can do some eddy prop. Um, but then, you know, talk talk to me about how you feel about Enketia uh, and Jesus being our main
0: strikers. Firstly, I'd like to say, Ahmed, Ahmed. I'd like to accept your apology. Um yeah, 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 uh, yeah god yeah, bless you yeah, yeah. uh and um I, i'm glad you seen the light now i have always been a fan of eddie um i feel like eddie and ketty is a goal scorer now he may have to limit a limited game i should say but i feel that he's got goals in him and i've always said strikers mature quite late in their development. Yeah. You, Unless they're the the phenoms, you don't see strikers really hitting their stride until around the age of 25. And for someone who has literally banged at every single level of football he's played for, not just banged, record-level banging, like he's been really elite at that level, you haven't even given him time to go into his man body. You haven't given him time to adjust into the senior game. You haven't even given him any opportunities to get any rhythm because he's got no minutes. It's completely unfair to to say Eddie can't do it. And I feel that even in the glimpses he's shown, when Eddie's come on, even when he came on like as a 17-year-old, 18-year-old under Wenger at Norwich in the Carabao Cup, you can see Eddie and is about his goals. And you can see the potential in him. All he needs is an opportunity. And I really feel... I, this is gonna sound nuts, and everyone's I, I, someone's gonna clip this. Yeah, I'm gonna say it. Fuck it. Someone's gonna clip this, and if they do clip it, then it's Pete, right? But I feel that we're gonna sign Jesus, and Eddie is gonna outdo him and be our number one striker. Hey, um, Do you know <laughs> what? Do you know what? Do you know what?
2: Leroy, yeah, do you know what, Leroy, um, I don't actually. Think, I don't think that's a mad. That's a mad shout. Personally, mm. I feel I, that
0: Eddie is gonna is gonna bang. I've just got. I just feel it. I felt it for, since he was a kid.
2: I don't think the thing is. You know, I don't think that's. I don't think that's the maddest of sharps because I'm looking at. I'm looking at it right, and um, the reason I'm a bit scared about Jesus being our number one striker um, is because I'm looking at his his goal record at Man City. So this season, um, the majority of his starts. So he's he's played on the, on the right wing a lot. Um, majority of his starts have come up front, and. In the Premier League, he scored in five games, in 21 starts. Yeah, he only scored in five games. And two of the games that he scored was, you know, after the Arsenal links came out and he bagged that four, um, like the weekend after. And then the next weekend, uh, the next game week, he scored again, right? So that's five of his eight goals in the league came after he was linked with Arsenal, yeah, in those two games. So in his other 19 starts, he had two goals. Uh, Not two goals three goals, sorry, yeah, in 19 starts before his name was put in the papers, etc., cetera, et cetera. So, you know, we were talking about Isak and spending $75 million on this guy, etc. But Gabriel Jesus, we've seen him live and direct for the past two seasons. He scored eight goals in the league with five of those goals coming in um, two games this year. And the season before, I think he scored nine goals in the league. Um, And this is playing for Man City, who are, by all intents and purposes, the team that creates the most chances in the division, yeah? So I get that he's 25, he wants to be the main man, he started on the right wing a little bit, this, that and the other, but is that someone whose goal record you have 100% faith in that they're going to, you know, come here and smash it? Or are they going to have to do something that we basically haven't seen for... and to be fair to him, when he first joined Man City, his goal scoring record was much better. I think he scored fourteen and twenty-three in his um in his first full season at Man City, um, when Arteta was the assistant coach. But his scoring record for the past couple of seasons is ha- has not been great. So I would not be surprised if Eddie does end up being the number one striker. I-, I generally wouldn't be.
3: I don't agree with you, man. Not that I'm not that I'm trying to write off Eddie. I don't but... think you would they no 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 i i do you know what it is and, and i and do you know what dan's facts i can't even argue with them the facts are the facts but i don't know what it is yeah but the saying about jesus like i just feel it that in my spirit that this bread is gonna bang bro like i just do like i really do and you know there's are, there are certain things that i really really do like about him just the fact that he's very direct so I, you know leroy mentioned earlier you know in terms of athleticism jesus is very fast you know he eats up ground quickly He's, he's a good ball carrier, good dribbler, and he gets his shots off. He gets loads of shots off in in games as well, man. So I don't know, man. Maybe obviously I take it into account. I can't argue with it. The numbers are the numbers in it, but I do feel like he he gives me like I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm 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 basing it off theory rather than anything tangible. Do you know what I mean? But I I I wouldn't be upset if he becomes the main striker. I think he could do really really well here um, as the main guy, but. But but all that said, when you do decide to, if you do decide to go with Jesus and and um, Eddie, there are two things. Firstly, um, I do get the concerns that you know maybe there's not enough variety in your striking options. And when I mean that, I'm talking about obviously you know it's always good to have you know a reference point, and and not that Jesus and Eddie can't be reference points, but you know a big six foot plus reference point um guy you can swing crosses into. So I understand, you know, the concerns there and, and maybe, you know, we don't have enough variety there. Um and it also means for me that if we do sign Jesus, we need to go out and get a top wide goal scoring option. 100 percent I think that is that is non-negotiable. I think we needed two forwards in the summer anyway, whether that was going to be two strikers, obviously it looks like Eddie's signing now. So we're going to get one but we also need to get a wide forward 100 100 100 million percent uh, if, if we only went into the season with just jesus i think that would be very very poor and i don't think that does enough to move us um anywhere um obviously for for all of us going the dream i don't know if it's going to happen but i would feel a lot more confident if next season we lined up with Ganabri jesus saka as a front three i'd be very very confident in that mm.
2: um just on this comment from Ahmed Ahmed as well um, about having potential, but he would have shown more.
3: Um, is that is that Eddie or Jesus? He's talking about. I think Eddie, he's talking yeah, about
2: Eddie. He's Eddie. Oh, Okay. Personally, I just I don't think he's played enough, and I genuinely don't think he's played enough. Um, I think he, he definitely. The thing is, I think it's it's sort of a catch twenty two because I think the improvements in his game that we've seen this season have come from not going on loan and been and working with the manager. Um, on his sort of on his first touch, on his link up play, on his back to goal play, which I don't think he um really had in his toolbox previously. But I think in terms of his goal scoring instincts, maybe some of his movement, um, he would have benefited from going on loan. Um and for me, the thing that I've always said is I don't see a massive difference in ability between Tammy Abraham and Eddie Nketiah. Right. And if anything, for me, Eddie's the one that's got the under twenty-one goal scoring records. Eddie's the one that's got um, you know, some of these um these key goals in crucial games. When he's like as Leroy mentioned against uh, Norwich, he comes on for his debut, scores two to send us through. You know, I was so gassed that day when that happened. And and I think you know, people are now talking about Tammy Abraham as this eighty million pound player. But, but the difference is, he went on two loans to the championship when Eddie stayed here. Do you get what I mean? Right. That was his, and and his two loans to the championship was after a loan in the Premier League with Swansea um, as well, right? So I look at it uh, by by twenty three years old that I think Eddie is now. Tammy had already gone on three um, club loans before he was even given a chance at Chelsea, you know, um, where he scored the fifteen league goals or whatever. And I think people, people, when they talk about Tammy Abraham, they do this. I think they need to look very deeply into those fifteen league goals, right? None of them were against the top four, um, and I think they came in about um, eleven games or something like that, right? When he's and I think he started uh, twenty-five plus games um, that season. So if you're looking at Tammy's record and you're telling me that Tammy Abraham's the guy that we need to go and spend eighty million. Pounds on, and you're, you know, turning your nose up at Eddie. I think you need to look again, right? Because I'm telling you, Eddie and Ketia, watch out for this boy. Hi. I'm on, I'm, I'm on Dr. Come on,
0: uh, Eddie fucking fan club. Let's go. Let's
2: go. Do you guys uh,
1: think that Eddie and um, Jesus are like quite similar? I don't think so. I hmm. feel that they, they,
0: uh, not they're quite similar in terms of how they play. But they both lack some, they both lack the same things. Mm, that's fair. Mm. So you, uh, when you want differences in your strike force, you're not going to get it from either of them. Mm. Mm.
1: I think, I think, um, I choice think choice. just in regards to the sign of Jesus, I, I definitely understand your, your skepticism, Dan. Um, I think when you look at Jesus' time at Man City, it, there can be like parallels drawn to Eddie. Obviously not to the same extent because we do see Gab- Jesus is starting a lot of games, right? But they they until this season, they have been in like fits and spurts. You know he doesn't really get sustained periods of um, time playing as a striker. He's played as a winger before mainly. Um, so I do think there's like parallels to be drawn with like game time of Eddie. Obviously, um, G- Gabby's what four years older than. Eddie, so he's definitely had a lot more time, but two, when... two, two, years. two,
3: two
1: years is it just two years older? Yeah, yeah, because mm. Eddie's 23, isn't he? Yeah, he just well, turned 23, oh, wow, okay. 23 years. So I thought Eddie was years. still like 21, but um, yeah. yeah, either way, um, I think there could be like parallels drawn that they haven't really nailed down a spot anywhere. Um, the last time Gabby was the main man, right, was uh in Brazil for Palmeiras when he was what before man city so probably about 19 I years old i think he's 17. he was even younger right and he guided palmeiras to you can no, say brazilian no. league whatever right but listen this guy when he was coming through he was the guy he guided palmeiras to death like first league title and god did, knows did, the way, did, did you hear the,
3: the, the tim stillman piece on that he, he said basically
1: no, no. he, he was he was just
3: basically saying he was like yeah like he first came through as a winger uh um, yeah and he's like half season. Then the next season when he was like, yeah, 17, 18, the manager put him up front. uh, He was the top goal scorer and they won the league. Um, That was, that was basically it with him. So yeah. Exactly.
1: So I think he's shown like, (laughs) as I said, we need to, you know, compartmentalize these things a little bit because, you know, it's not directly translatable to the Premier League. Right. But if you're 17 years old and you know, you're, you've done that before when you were the main man, I think I think he's got something in in his like character, in his like mentality that, you know, potentially could, you know, see him really prosper in this role as being the main nine. You know, and we see him he is hungry about his goals. I know, I know the stats didn't look great that Dan said. Like, you know, they read the indefendable, like really, really they're indefensible. So I can't I can't talk much on those, but um, I think generally speaking at City, I've, I've, I was never, you know what? You see, when City signed Jesus, I was actually, um, I wasn't that big of a fan. I remember having like debates with Dan Soff about it. Um, I never was really a huge fan of Gabby um, in Brazil, but um, I've been more impressed with him the more I've seen him at Man City. And, you know, he scored a hundred goals for Man City, you know, well, almost hundred goals for Man City. He's got, you know, over a hundred goals in his career. He's 25 years old. You know, like Leroy said, I think this could be a guy on the cusp of of exploding, given his chance. Um, and I think he just needs to be given that main guy status again. And maybe we can see him replicate stuff that he did in Brazil. Um, in regards to Eddie, I'm a big fan of Eddie, man. I, I'm, I'm I'm really happy we've signed him to. I uh, do. I I would like a bit more variety. Oh, yeah. but... <laughs> yeah, I've said all along that I want, Ed, uh, want Eddie. when
3: brother, no, this is all news. Wait, to leave, I'm sure I...
1: Coogs and Leroy can testify to this. I don't. Story. I don't remember Lewis being very anti-Eddie. That's what I'm know. saying. I don't remember
2: um. Lewis being pro-Eddie like this. No, but this I don't. I don't it. remember him being very anti-Eddie though. To be fair, mm. so Leroy, I'm... how long
1: have I been saying to you that but, I want Eddie to sign? But, but, I have to vouch for Lewis because I've known Lewis
0: for mm. a long time and.
1: Yeah, wrong wrong, yeah. white person, man. Wrong <laughs> white person. <laughs> it's, it's your mates in a, in a bloody <laughs> wood or wherever you
2: live.
1: <laughs> well, now, do you know what?
0: The thing about the hazer signing is we've got to look at, and this is what we're saying in the group chat, we've got to look at the other options, yeah? And this is what we're saying, because who else have we got? And we've got to look at I know there's worries about his scoring record, but there's no CERTY signing out there that's available mm-hmm. to Arsenal right
1: now. Not one.
0: All of them even people to...
1: like Osherman. They talk about Osherman. He ain't got a certain ain't a certified oh. goalscorer. 100.
0: Osherman actually um, is I... league. His league. His
3: league record is very good this season. By the way,
0: Ithaca.
2: 14. 14
3: in 27. I
2: think do you know what good, it but is. Gabby's had seasons like that. So I think um. For me, if I'm gonna just put it out there, I would I would take Skomaka, man. I would back Skomaka to score more goals than Jesus.
0: See that that sounds stinks to me. Are you smelly, crazy?
1: Very smelly, man. Have
0: you guys watched him? I've watched, I, him. I watched he, him. I've watched him. He I've, looks good. He actually looks good, but. It's Italian skin.
2: Italian man. Sk- oh, skin. It, man. A like The Anton. thing is though,
1: the <laughs> thing is Cooks, <Cougs>. the, <laughs> the thing is, yeah, Sc- Scamacco is twenty-three, right? So yeah. you've criticized Gabby's goal scoring record. How many goals has Skamaka scored this season? 16, his record. 16. no, he hasn't scored 16. Oh 16 in the league, yeah. All right, sorry, I'm even looking. Sorry, I, right. Okay, you pan me, you pan me. I'm looking at <laughs> <why> <laughs> <he got> the <laughs> load. <laughs> nah. we, I'm so angry at Wikipedia right now. They like, <laughs> yeah. put his loads on yeah, the they, bottom. Yeah, they they
2: they moved it around. Uh, yeah. someone done this on, on someone done this on Twitter with me. I think it was Lippy even done this on Twitter yeah, the other day where they said he doesn't score but then they were looking at the wrong line on the... Yeah, I uh, so angry at that. Yeah. But yeah, but prior you know to the Do you know what it is? Season, though, he had do scored know what, it is? what? Do you know what it is with Scamacca, yeah? goals, is,
1: nine goals.
2: Yeah, do you know what it is with Scamacca is, when I've watched this guy, so I only sort of got onto this guy maybe like January, February time. And when I've watched him, so I, I, I made a, not a conscious decision, but if I see he's playing a big game, so I think I watched him against Inter, I think I watched him against Bologna, and there was another game in there as well that I watched him that. I look at this guy, and if you actually just list the attributes that you want from a forward, where, right, do they run in behind? Are they pacey? Yes. Is he big? Is he powerful? Is he strong? Yes. His ball striking is something that I've never seen. Well, not that I've never seen, but it's top level, yeah, that he just blams it, you know, from long range, short range, that when he hits it, it stays hit. Good in the air as well. So I'm looking at it and I'm just looking profile-wise. This guy actually has everything that you want from a striker. Runs the channels. Holds off defenders. Good link up. Good technically. Great ball striking. So I'm looking at this. I'm just saying, like, why would I not sign this guy? And this season, he's actually put up numbers. So I think before the teams that he's playing with, I can't say that I've watched him before. I'm just going to... this Everything right now I'm saying is purely hypothetical. I'm looking at this. Yeah, he's 21, he's 22. Leroy, you said uh, strikers, unless you're one of these, you know, phenoms, yeah. You don't, your numbers don't really come through I'm, until you're 23, 24 kind of thing. So I'm looking at it and I'm saying, look, this guy looks like he can be a top, top shooter. The same way that, you know, we're looking at Vlahovic, obviously Vlahovic was doing the crazy numbers, but we're looking at Vlahovic and we we're saying like, yeah, this guy looks serious. I'm looking at Skamakko and saying, yeah, this guy looks serious. So I'm, I've... The the numbers really worry me about Jesus. That's why I just can't get fully behind it. The numbers really worry me. Someone who's got hundred goals like... in 200,
1: 200 games, the, their numbers are worrying you.
0: This is the point. We are. He's doing this in the prem. No tax. There's mm. no tax. He's got thirty accountants. Skomaka is fucking in very A with the fucking exchange
3: rate three to fucking one <laughs> <laughs> oh, taxes out there. I d- I, but yeah no I think overall it is hard because uh, the, the the main overarching point is that there is no certified option and even if there was a certified option they're either a not going to come to Arsenal or b they're too expensive do you know what I mean like as someone who's an awesome Men fan he's not worth 100 million that's just point blank like you know he's, he's just not worth that money so for me that's a no uh who's that one darwin nunez they're even saying 150 million for that guy and believe me brother, listen that oh. guy that guy has not moved me i know that's shabs his boy but listen i don't like that don listen i, don't don't
0: don't like even even I, think I will go, go and grab edu by, by his now. singlet and take him out and block
3: him in public right who else? Tammy, I'm um, obviously I I like Tammy, but again, I'm um, eighty million is stupid. Considering what they were going to accept, Chelsea were going to accept like thirty mil last summer. That would just be stupid, stupid. And I also agree with Coogs when you've got Eddie, I don't see the 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 point in going to buy Tammy. It doesn't make any sense. So, who who else? What were the other options? He's Skamaka. I, I actually I actually agree with that. I actually like his profile, but. I've never seen an Italian striker translate to the Prem. That's why I'm literally that one. um, There's time for everything,
1: though.
3: Yeah, there is, there is, but boy, Um, who else?
1: And I think that's it.
3: I mean, Dominic Calvert-Lewin, I ain't speaking about that, Don. I'm not speaking about it. They're
2: saying saying Nunes is
3: unprofessional. (laughs) (laughs) DCL, I
1: do not want anything to do with him. No. I don't want anything to do. He, he's he's played himself out of any big move yeah, anyway. Yeah, he's played himself and, out. Um,
3: and 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 Isak is a baller, and I've always been a fan of Isak. But brother, I can't defend oh, five league goals this season. You are absolutely oh. taking the piss, bro. <laughs> six five. He oh. got six. He got six. Oh, he got
1: six. i I'm sorry.
0: I'm but, sorry, I
1: think he, he hit the bar like four times in one game. I saw, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, no. He, he, no, but I, I, watched, I watched games where he didn't even have a shot, bro. So, yeah, Do you <laughs> see Isak?
2: he blams it though. You know, when he strikes it, he, he blam. it like it's a proper strike. You know what I mean? Now, uh, I think Isak, if he moved to a top club, I can see him like ex like properly, properly exploding, but for the price yeah. they're saying it's probably yeah. too much of a risk again, for us to take again, again you know, it's,
3: it's, it's, it's too much money so I think um, that, that's why I feel like as much as uh, at the moment it just looks like Jesus is the best <laughs> for money signing
2: I don't like know who, who you have you RuPaul who's up RuPaul up front. Who, who's, who's RuPaul?
1: <laughs> you know um, I'm, I'm actually in uh, Leroy's camp with uh, who I think we should try a cheeky attempt for in, this summer and that's Vlavic yep do it because I think I see oh, Skamaka yeah. I see Scamaca as the Vlavic replacement for Juve. yep. So, then,
0: no money, I think they'll do it.
2: Oh, uh, they're calling DCL RuPaul. I see
0: that. That's <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now, Lewis, I'm with you though. Lewis, <laughs> Lewis, I would go to them and say 80 million euros. I'll go get a loaner and say up front, here you go.
1: Yeah. Go go, go 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 cop Schumacher. Go cop Let him be your Italian yes. star Scamaca. boy.
0: What are you saying? I'll just mm. let you say it. Is is and isn't then Favre? So, I'm going to give him a briefcase under the table.
3: Yeah. Isn't it so crazy how he was like slapping Fiorentina and he's gone to Juve in the codes have just they've just dried. I mean, oh, I they actually, actually the leg-
1: dried up. Nah, leg- bro, he's legible.
3: Yeah, he's Allegri-Tax. But, Man's yeah, pan bro, pan. he has not scored a lot at Uve, bro. he scored, scored. Like he's ender, scored
1: bro. 7-15. Like, is not scandalous. <laughs> That's still more than Lacazette's got all season. Bro. So,
2: bro. No, bro.
3: Let's not even talk about that guy. 7-15.
2: Eddie's, let me just say now, Eddie's got a better goals-to-game ratio in the league. You get
0: me? Yeah, so. yeah. So, I'm done, yeah. <laughs>
2: right, now, wait, 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 now,
1: let's sign Vlavic, get him on the bench for Eddie and then like, oh, my God, the... these guys. I, I, I would guess. be more tempted to go for a Vlavic type anyway, because like I said, I think Gabby, I even though I'd like Gabby a, a lot, I think Gabby and Eddie are quite similar. Um mm. in terms of what maybe more so in terms of their limitations. And I think um someone like Vlavic <laughs> is just a different option entirely, but mm. still gives you some of Gabby and Eddie's best qualities. So um I'd be more tempted to go for someone with a different profile than Gabby, but if we if we are keeping if we are obviously offering Eddie a contract and making him the number two, um, but yeah, Vlavi, I I don't know who else is out there. That there'll be the, the thing is there'll be another striker this season. We, we'll we'll yeah, see there's, ten there's, games in season. Someone's going to slap it up, and there's, there's, you know we were saying the same thing last season. Oh, who's the strikers? Yeah, who's the strikers? There, and then Vlavic comes there's, out of nowhere. Yeah,
3: there's 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 always someone new. There's always someone new. But yeah. the issue is. We can't wait.
1: We have to act this summer. So yeah.
3: we have to hope that whoever we take a punt on has to be a success. And essentially, this is what Arteta is going to be defined and judged on. Do you know what I mean? This is going to be the first summer where he's going to sign at least one forward. Um, so he has to deliver because, you know, the excuse he could have before was that he inherited £170 million strike that he wasn't really keen on. And cool. Like, you could be like, you know what? Fair enough. They weren't your signings in it. But now, whoever he signs, he's going to get blammed if They don't bank, so I'm on whoever his neck. D- Yeah, I'm on whoever his he neck. decides to put money on at the end of the day, for me, you know, and I'm sure we'll have we've got bare time this summer to have these discussions anyway. Like, after the next season, that would have been three and a half years in a job. Like, he's got a, for me the pressure has to be on him heavy, and heavy and next year. season, bro. Three and, if don't, long, three and a half years is
2: longer than I think it's that's lo- longer than the average like manager gets bro, in any job. He,
3: and, and, and the thing is, he, he would have been backed more than any manager recently because what he spent 250 mil already since he's been in the job the likelihood is that he will spend at least another 100 mil this at mm-hmm. least at least because minimum. if they're talking at minimum if they're talking jesus is going to cost like 50 m's yeah so that's you know so they're definitely going to spend over 100 m's this summer again so by by the end of next season you could be looking at arteta spent 350 mil since he's been you know 400 minimum mil. 400 mil since he's been at arsenal if he does not deliver for me. Top four and the trophy next season. A guy needs to go and pack his bags right. bro, because oh, I'm not gonna had... lie.
2: I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I generally thought next season we we're going to be experiencing Champions League ball. Oh, bro. Let's, the devastation mean, that I, mean, I felt uh, um, nah, after I, I that
3: Newcastle game was. I, I can't. I can't. I can't relate something right else, now. bro. I'm, something I'm else.
0: If that guy brings Tina Tubby into our team, <laughs> and I see that you waddling around him in the, of the pitch, I'm on him like a rash. <laughs> I'm more like a boring like tools, because I
1: am signing. You you need to get to grips with that now. Te- Telemann yeah, signing. He's me. Come,
0: he's come, come, man. I will be mm. human.
1: Yeah. So, I'm, we, not, I'm lost, not mad at it.
0: We lost, lost Genduzi for 10 million euros to buy Telemans for
1: fucking 30. But but Telemans are a lot better than Genduzi. No, he's not. <laughs> I don't. Yeah.
2: I don't. I don't think. That, I don't think there's a major difference. Between no, no I'm joking. I no, no, no. I don't, know. I, no, it. I don't I think there's a huge difference.
1: Nah, I don't think there's nah, a huge difference. I don't think there's a major difference. and I, nah, think, um, I think there is. I, 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 don't,
2: I don't know, right? because Sean, because um, I think if you look at it, right, um, there was games that I think, I think even in, was it just one season? I think Gunditji won us four points by himself.
1: Yep.
3: No, but the thing is, yeah.
1: In his first season. fans would argue that Telemans has also done Bro. I speak to Leicester fans. I went there. I speak to
0: Leicester fans. They say he flips in and out of games. That he but, but, but he is gross. He has also won them games. look, listen,
2: listen. We're going to save this for the Telemans Patreon piece. Oh, yeah. right, look, I'm coming we're on. that. This, sure. We're saving this for the Telemans <laughs> Patreon piece. Ready? We're going to have. What? Let me put this date in my diary now. Yeah, we're going to have. We're going to have a Leicester fan on the pod um, talk through this. And Lewis. Yeah. We're going to get some clips. Yeah. Yeah. As well.
1: Right, yeah, so I need to know what you guys want though. Yeah, I need to. So we're I that in my diary. Yes, yeah, so we're going to do that if you want. Right, if so. you want him blowing and uh, you know, in transition, defensive actions, yeah, we need defensive actions. Yeah, we need I'm, I'm going for the highest bidder by the way. So, whoever whatever side gives me the most money, that's that's the way hey, right, i got you, Lewis. We're going <laughs>
2: defensive actions, we're going best bits, and then we're going like maybe we'll, we'll, we'll talk offline. We'll talk offline, yeah, but, but yeah, so so yeah, we'll save that, but let's move on to listeners' questions right before we um. Before we wrap up, um, and so there's a few, there's quite a few questions. So um, let me go to the beginning. First one from SWVG Lord1, right? Would Nuno Tavares be better as a wingback? Because I'm going to be real. We need someone like him since he brings the JR Smith effect of you have no <laughs> idea what they will do, but when it works, you can't stop it.
3: Bro, listen, uh, I, I, can't li- I, I can't lie to you, yeah. right now, that brother needs a loan. I'm not trying to see him next season, bro. Uh, well, to be fair, maybe like in, in Europa, it? but uh, the issue is, yeah, I can't, knowing that tini's going to go down at some point next season, I'm not ready to rely on this man for a key stretch of games again. Do you know what I mean? Knowing that the manager himself didn't rely on this brother for a key stretch of games it, when it came to crunch this season, I need a new left back. I just need one I need one and I need someone who's I need someone who's close to the level of Tini because at the end of the day what was that stat from Albino Tini has played 56% of league games since he's been at Arsenal I think that's absolutely abhorrent, bro like we need I need a new left back bro I need someone but especially considering how key Arteta uses Tini in build up bro you cannot have this guy absent and then Arteta is doing stuff like moving Xhaka left back playing Tommy Yasu left back just rejigging holes trying to fix one problem and then creating another fault. no 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 no
1: Buy what's the crack dog? with this aaron hickey guy he's a left back right
3: i saw i saw i was i was just saying to dan at the start of the pod i saw him he was playing for scotland tonight against ukraine mm. but he played right wing back <laughs>
1: uh he didn't well he's he didn't. never gonna play left back for them man is it? they got <laughs> Tierney robertson so yeah
3: so he but he didn't he did really he didn't look he looked just a bit green but me. if he's like, a left you know, back though yeah, he's if, a left back. You can so play both sides. What's happening then with that? Like we d- we said, it just. I don't think he signed. I d- I don't even know how much interest we have in him. Italian oh, reporters it done. No, so- nah, Dan say none. None of the English reporters have reported Yeah, none of
2: yeah. yeah so literally, all not mentioning it. What's is not mentioning it. Wheatley's not mentioning it. It's But is that always a good night. parameter? It's always calcio mercato.com in it. You don't have you Some of these dodgy Italian sources, but it's a bit
1: shaky that one, I think. It might be like Dan Dan Trust Dan their strikers, but not their media. I don't know. I just I just I just
2: go
0: with
1: what I can see, man. I just go with what I can see. That's it. Oh fair enough. So yeah, what was I I quite like Tavares, yeah. okay. I think he's underrated, man. I think he's underrated. Do you you know think what? he's underrated? He's not yeah. underrated,
0: but see, Tavares. As soon as I saw him, it's I a think, racism
2: thing. I thought this guy. I shit. <laughs> you do as you really soon think that? I thought this yeah. guy. Shit. What did even, you...
0: even from us look.
2: I did th- generally. I think it's an unconscious bias thing. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Right. So if you man haven't done your workplace training on unconscious bias, <laughs> all of you need to go do that. Yeah, because this is a real thing, right? Because okay, so I was at the, I was at the United match at home. Yeah, I was drinking this, that and the other. So I was just going with the flow. I was um I was just going with vibes in it. So when you know this guy fucks up, oh this guy's fucked up, I was doing that, and then this other guy fucks up, and yeah, the crowd likes him, so they don't they don't really complain that much, right? Mm-hmm. So I came back and I watched the United match, completely sober, with you know my full wits about me. And that first half, um Tavares, he was calm. Obviously, he scored the goal and he was fine. Right. There was balls passed in behind him with Ilanga, but I don't think that was his fault. And if not for his pace, I think Ilanga probably would have left other right backs behind, uh, left backs behind. Right. Um, so I think he done he did he did kind of well to keep up with him. Maybe he got away with a couple of penalties in that game or, or not. Obviously, he gives away the penalty with the handball. That's ridiculous. I can't defend that. That's just ridiculous stupid stupidity. Right. But the thing that what that I found like, very, very interesting is that Cedric was 100% our worst defender that day. Mm. right? He gave the ball away about three, four times to put us under pressure. Gave the ball away for the goal that we conceded, the Ronaldo goal, um, eventually. And he put Ramsdale under pressure so many times in possession. But he doesn't get the same criticism. So for me, Cedric and Tavares, I think... If anything, I think Cedric's a worse player for us because I get it, Tavares is not good on the ball and it's obvious when he's not good on the ball because everyone's watching him, they're expecting him to make a mistake. And when he passes it to the opposition or, you know, he puts a teammate under pressure, it's obvious because everyone's like holding their breath when he gets the ball. But Cedric does the exact same stuff. He puts teammates under pressure. He he, he plays shit balls, he plays shit crosses, takes set pieces that are fucking whack, Yeah. Um, puts the goalkeeper under pressure as well, and he doesn't get anywhere near the same stick. And I, I even see it in the the athletic when they say, "Oh, the manager is pleased with Cedric's um, contribution as a backup." And I'm like, that should be impossible because if you man are watching the tapes, this guy, he's whack. He is whack, right? So <laughs> we, we beat Leicester. We beat Leicester two 0 The only opportunities that Leicester had. Cedric is fucking playing man on side. It's a junk team. <laughs> He's
0: terrible.
1: He is terrible. In in defense of Tavares as well, right? And and I'm not saying I would keep him around for next season. I'm. I, I just wanna. I just wanna give him a little bit more time. And um, Tavares, I let me just double check this. So 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 so
3: when you're saying more time, yeah,
1: five games for so, so, Benfica uh, in the top flight so, so, over two so, so. seasons.
3: I hear you. So, so are you? Are you guys saying, yeah, when Tini goes down for a stretch, you guys are happy to rely on man? I'll
0: give it. I'll give it him. Yeah, it him. Uh, yeah. And I, 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 I've, I've actually changed my mind on this. So, when I first watched him, I thought this guy's whack, and I said it to all you men in the chat. Then he went on a good run, and I had to kind of hold it for a little bit, which was fine. But when I actually have come away from the season, I've looked at it objectively and I've thought about it. In the same way Lewis said, he's very green. He's not played that much senior ball. He's very young. He has so many raw attributes to work with. That is, if you were to mold a fullback in terms of what raw attributes, what I put, Tavares to, to would have it. And I feel like he can improve. I feel like he just needs to be extensively and vigorously worked with. And now we've got the Europa League rather than the Champions League. I think that's a perfect breeding ground to do it. I would definitely give him another year, maybe two years, and see where he's at because. Even at that point, we could still shot him and make a profit. He, he he was worth nothing. Now, I I just feel like he the problem is we played Tinny into the ground in games where we didn't need to play Tinny, and he's got to be Arteta has got to be selective with Tinny's games. Pick him for the hard games. When it's the easy games at home, play Tavares. Give him minutes. That's that's what I think we need to do. So I, I'm actually keen to not keen, but I'm actually cool with keeping Tavares as a backup left back going into next season
1: yeah i'm not mad at it man he i, I definitely agree with the f- the the point that um uh, dan you've got to go right you're on mute. mute you're on mute i'm
2: gonna yeah I'm, i've got to go but i'm gonna leave my um uh, i'll my, my i'll, thing I'll here, wrap so things up end, you can end the, the
3: broadcasting just 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 as long yeah. just as long as when teeny goes down Arteta doesn't play Tavares for one, two games then decide he doesn't trust him again and, and you know, dashes into the side. That's what because, can't. Then, because then if you're going to say, like, keep him around and, and play him, boom. But, you know, Arteta did that, played him for one or two games, then dropped him, then decided to rejig the whole defence and the team and the structure suffered as a result because he was moving personnel around trying to fix one problem and creating other problems elsewhere, which I which I don't support as well. So if you're going to play him and you're going to believe in moulding him um, through your good and bad times, you need to stick with him when he's shit. Mm, 100%. Yeah,
0: but I feel like, again, that was exactly what we were talking about before. With Arteta trying to replace, use a replacement to do exactly what the, the first team was doing that he's not capable of doing it. Because mm-hmm. Tierney, at the time he was replaced with playing that inverted role because uh, uh, Tommy was out. He tried to get Tavares to do the same thing and it's not going to work. When he put Tavares back in the team, he let Tavares play more like a natural fullback and it worked for him. So, again, this is management. It's it's not, It's not. kind of not the player's fault that you ask him to do something that he's not capable of.
1: Mm-hmm. Cool. Let's quickly run through some other questions. I'll try to get through them all. Bait face Nate. Big up, baitface Nate. He asks, uh, "What young players do you want to see given a chance next season, and who should be axed and sent on loan?"
0: Amari Hutch. Yeah,
1: um. yeah, I'd like to see him. Uh, whenever I look at Amari, I'm like, "He looks like a special, a special talent," but. I don't know. Hasn't he agreed to go on loan to There, there was Yeah, there was rumours that, that, really? yeah, that he's going on loan
3: to Yeah, there was rumours that he's going because his dad's apparently a scout at Reading, so there was rumours that he's going there. But I would like to see him, you know. Yeah. For me, whenever I watch D, he looks by far the most impressive one. He yeah. always impresses me every time I watch him. Now, obviously, and I share Leroy's concerns, he's a bit on the small side. Um, so hopefully he can grow a bit more. But I like him, man. The guy can dribble, shoot well off, I ever thought. Like, he just looks a threat every time I see him and it would be nice to see, you know, someone who was a hyped kid from when he was like, you know, everyone saw that skill video he did when he was like what, six, seven, eight years old. And like for him to actually, you know, keep it up and make it all the way through, that would be sick. So yeah, I'd like to see him. I'd also like to see um Brook, Norton Cuffey in the Europa. I would hundred percent like to see him in that. And then maybe, you know, in Jam um depending on where we assess his level at, like we can maybe send him on loan again. But um because every review we saw from Lincoln fans, you know, this season was that, you know, 18-year-old, he was just mashing it up. He was mashing up, man, you know, big, grown men up in League One. So um, it'd be good to get him in for, you know, assess his level in pre-season, maybe give him some Europa games. And then if we think we need to loan him out again in Jam, do so. But, yeah, I like, I like physically, I like the look of him. He looks great. And, you know, technically, he actually doesn't look bad either. So, yeah, probably one. So those would be the two I would like to see.
1: Yeah, Brooks very Jed Spencey. Yeah,
3: okay, that yeah,
1: kind of uh, yeah, athletic. Yeah. He's got quite gangly as well. Got good ball yeah. skills. I, I like it. He's, he he looks like a decent player. Um, yeah, I like that Salaradine as well. Actually, he's, yeah, that, that he's, uh, he looks that, like he's got some useful skills.
3: That one, that one's a tough one because I just don't know like how many like if we if we're saying we're going to sign a midfielder and. You know, it's I don't amazing. know how many, yeah, I don't know how many youngsters are gonna get a chance, man, considering you know, guys like congo will need minutes in the Europa. So yeah, I don't know how many if you're assuming, you know, guys like Lakonga and El Nenny will be playing in Europa, how many how much room there is for like you know, young younger kids. Because if we're assuming hopefully we sign a wide player as well, a guy like ESR falls into rotation, he will need minutes in Europa, do you know what I mean? So um, but it's good it's what you want you want a young you want a good competitive squad so but it means obviously not everyone will be able to get the minutes you want so and like I said if we sign like Jesus Eddie will be starting striker in Europa and he will be getting all those minutes so yeah man you got, can't can't give it to everyone and this is why like you know yeah that's why I don't want too many I, I don't really want too many young players this summer anyway I want us to be signing in between like the age bracket of like 24 to 27 you know guys who are ready to come and do do it now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That Mika Birith, actually, he's we were talking about different profiles, profiles of striker. Um he he would certainly offer something, but again, he's he's quite young. But he's someone who shoot who's sh, who's um been a shooter at all levels of youth football, similar to Eddie. So maybe he has potential to to do something. But maybe but also he I would imagine him, Balogun, they would all go on loan again next year, right?
3: Balogun hundred percent needs to go on loan again. Mm-hmm. He, need, he needs to. He needs to play and play consistently for a full season.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, here's one for uh, you, Doctor Leroy. Alan Houston ninety says you guys still rate Ben White and Gabriel over Koscielny. Um, when people say you guys like that, you guys, like everyone didn't speak. disagree with Leroy. Do um, yeah. you know
0: what? I was a on that day, innit? But <laughs> let me be real. I still think Gabriel <laughs> was better than him. But Ben White, I was gassing. I was gassing. I was gassing. Okay.
1: I wasn't but Ben White I was gassing was too much. Really. Yeah, yeah. All right. Cool. Fair, fair enough. We can accept that. Yeah. Um, Don that Don Mikkel seventeen says this: this Zinchenko performance is moving me. How would you guys <laughs> feel about him and another midfielder in and Xhaka right. out?
0: What is it? All these people talking like City girls. I don't understand. Like, what is- <laughs> It's I'm too old for this. This new generation, man said, move in me, and it's giving, and all this kind of stuff, man.
3: Fucking hell. It's, it's giving. It's giving. I, I can't well. His
1: name it. is Don Mikel, 17.
3: So. <laughs> <Yeah>. Uh, no, <laughs> I, I like Zinchenko, but the like, yeah, the answer is like if he's coming in as a squad player, cool,
1: but he shouldn't be like a star. Same oh, did we, did we already ask answer yeah, this? Yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah, spoke about it earlier at the start. If he's
0: coming just... in to replace Amn um, and Madeleine Nows in that kind of role, a uh, backup fullback, backup centre mid If he's coming in as our well, like any significant proportions of midfield signing, absolutely mm. not.
1: Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Um, what about up? So, so, wait, replace Am? Oh, in midfield, you mean? So, so Main, a... no, Madeleine oh, yeah. Niles
0: in terms of his utility role,
1: right? Okay. Okay, I got you. I got you. Uh, P pesos one nine eight says, "Do you think we should go after world class veterans like Di Maria and Lewandowski and put them on no, a deal? No, oh. no, no? We need some be... experience in this no, team. No no, I... no, 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 no. I'll take I'll take,
3: good... take
1: Lewandowski.
3: No." no brother this guy no. we're just moaning about how we've just managed to clear our wage bill we want to destroy it again <laughs> you need, to a, you need to a 34
0: year old or 34 a 34
3: year old yeah yeah no 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 you need nah, you need bro. to be you need to be smart like just what well, if those are the sort of gambles you make when your team is complete not when you're trying to build a team to compete so yeah we that, tried really, this already and it failed yeah yeah basically this is what we've all been trying like since wenger left trying to shortcut our way back to the champions league and it didn't work so you need to be coherent in your in your squad building strategy.
1: All right, Levando, no, no,
3: no, not in a month of Sundays,
1: mate. Oh, guys, I don't know, I don't know. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, oh. How, right. Okay, Sam E underscore ninety one. He asks, "How do you solve a problem like Pepe?" Arteta seems okay. to be done with him and his market value is on an all-time low. What do we expect to become of him?
3: You're going to have to hope for some sort of loan with option or obligation boy, because no one on the continent has money. So it's going to be peak. So we're going to we're gonna have to hold it because we're not getting anything for him.
0: I said in the first season that we signed Pepe that he's going to run down his contract and leave on a free after a several loans at the end of his contract. And I think I'll be
1: right certainly does look that way that's that that might be your biggest l uh biggest w of all time yeah probably unfortunately at arsenal's expense Mm. Mm. um okay i really do rage uh big up you um how many managers in the league do you think are better than arteta currently
0: i don't want to talk about this shoot no more because he's upset me about all these links so i I don't really want to Elon Burns, and Jenko, I'm seeing that. all
1: these fugazi links, and so it's making
3: me upset. So I'm mad at him still. Mm. Sean, Uh yeah. Um, right now the way the season ended, yeah, I'm pissed off at the players. I'm pissed off at Arteta. Let 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 me, you know, I, I've not reached the stage of forgiveness yet in it, bruv, So, you know, I, they need to they need to repent. So let me come back in August after we've made our signings, and I'll see how I feel then, bruv. But right now I don't I don't want to talk about any of them to be honest. So I want to talk about new I'll, signs. I'll answer it. it. I'll
1: answer it. I think, I think Arteta as a manager is very poor. I think Arteta as a coach has talent. I think there's two, there's two different... I think he's failed miserably at the management aspect of things in practically every area that he's been asked to be a football manager for us. But as a coach, I think he's done some decent things and I think he has some potential. So I think um, there's there's, you know... There's some difference with the, the question maybe you're asking uh, <clears throat> okay Mr H Manoya do any of you guys do any of you think there's a PR at Arsenal that some of these tactic account big enough Arteta because it's starting to get <laughs> 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 I, we reckon Arteta's you... creating these accounts yeah nah I've
0: been <laughs> under the suspicion that
1: a lot of Arsenal
0: Twitter are on the payroll still yeah some yeah. man are on the payroll. I'm, I'm not going to name no names, but certain men are. Um, mm.
1: they're, they're, they're getting started. I'll take a propaganda.
3: The the the, the, the tactical accounts wind me the f up, bro mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, brother, they, they'll be taking like they'll be writing thirty threads, like thirty like tweet threads of something that could just be said in like like literally just one one tweet, man. This is annoying, man. So anyway, whatever, man.
1: uh Lukey Tyler can edu be trusted to get new signings in at the start of the window or are we going to have to wait until the end of august for new players i don't know really yeah. you see edu
3: yeah it's, his head will be on a block if i don't see anything if i don't see good stuff by the end of this window man mm. so we got some tough. early
1: signings last time didn't we we got um, ben white done pretty early i think we got well, Tavares done early
3: we got the unimportant ones done early because then we had to settle up... <laughs> yeah Tommy Asu who was our starting right back Ramsdale was our starting goalkeeper Odegaard who was our starting we didn't get them in till late after we had lost the first three games so
1: yeah you know and we, we... just winning one of those games would have uh right well exactly. just beating so... Brentford just beating Brentford would have got us top four basically when you put so it like that we, it's kind of we, crazy isn't
3: we, it? we threw away our first three games and we, we can't afford to start like that again this season in a World Cup year where Fixtures are going to be heavily congested, and yeah, so he needs to he needs to sort it out, man. And yep. you know, man said that our strategy is ready, so you need to get executed quickly. There's no, there's there's no also there's no euros this summer, so there isn't an an excuse, man. You need yep. to get done.
1: A E S C F O S. I don't know what that spells, but whatever. Um, ten out of ten windows are a rarity. However, is Hickey, Gabriel Jesus, Zinchenko, Tielemans, and Gakpo. As close as it gets with a Europa and not wait. As close as it gets with Europa and not UCL. Do you think that's enough to qualit? Do you no. think that's enough quality to fight for top four next season?
0: No, no. Like when you Whoa. said ten out of ten window. What say that again?
1: I didn't really understand the questions. He said ten out of ten windows are a rarity. However, is that that the, the named players <laughs> as close as it gets with Europa and not? UCL.
0: what are the players i just need to
1: because uh, okay i'm not uh, sure if i'm hearing this right yeah, Hickey, right. jesus zinchenko telement and Gakpo.
0: that is fucking abysmal <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm. no nah, i'm sorry that window is it, that window i only rate
1: one of those amazing. players i've never seen Gakpo. i've never seen Hickey, zinchenko i don't even really rate him
0: that ain't enough to bring me to the gap at all, man.
1: That's not a good deal whatsoever. Whatsoever. Yeah. I'm not too sure about that one. I think that's that'd just be more of the same, if I'm being honest. Uh okay, I think that's it. I think that's it. Were there any were there any uh questions in the live chat? Maybe I've missed some. Um I don't think I saw any. Uh no. Okay, no questions in the live chat. Um, so we'll we'll wrap it up there i saw a question about aaron one Basaka, but um I don't, don't need to talk about mine mate. yeah we don't need that it's, it's, yeah definitely not definitely not um but yeah we'll, we'll call it a day there coogs thanks for hosting um sean it's good to see you mate dr leroy yes. good to see you too uh we'll be back again next week with another pod we'll find something to talk about i'm sure um as the season dies down and we'll we'll uh we've got the telemans patreon piece coming as well so if you aren't already subscribed there's going to be so much patreon content this summer so you know it'd be well worth it for a couple quids just to get the extra arsenal content but if you're a cheapo and you like the free stuff you know we'll be back next week with a uh, with a normal podcast take it easy guys peace, peace. 2-2 and we've still got more than half an hour to go and here's Ozil Lacazette Ozil! Yo! Could went left went right Could have went Ian But it went Now on on MVP the negative deposit for
0: Final
1: Now was but I not you right Man could have had that fight But I'm gonna walk on sight Man had to grab
0: that mic, You're not going to spit this time Trying to work with, the oh, work with a good energy with None of these guys
1: can't it's like, oh. it's man a me. Man That's, foul. That's the response of Arsenal Chelsea <laughs> the Sports Social Podcast Network